Welcome to Creepcast number 15. Yes! Alright, we are the Power Creeps. What do we do? I am the Butcher. <laughs> Spooky Pants. <laughs> we are a magic podcast. We, we love magic. Oh my, oh my goodness. And magic loves us. We love it. <laughs> Check us out at powercreeps.com, mm. our website. We'll talk more about that later. Yeah. Uh, we want people to Twitter us, to tweet us. Yeah. I don't get... Yeah, tweet is the word. It's tweet, yeah. A lot of times I say, like, other things I shouldn't with that, but... Mike is the Butcher CC. Excellent. And you are... Spooky Pants CC. Yeah, and the CC stands for Creepcast. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of people asking. A lot of people don't know. Actually, nobody's asked. Nobody cares. We are on the MTGCast network. MTGCast.com. A lot of podcasts. Yep, a lot of other podcasts on there. You can find us on iTunes also. On yeah. GCast. It's the way to do it. <laughs> That's right. We have a big announcement. All right, what We're is super it? super excited. We have a brand new sponsor. I've heard. Yeah, well, of course you have. Uh, we want to present to you guys Sard's MTG Depot. Awesome. Yep, they sell magic cards on the internet, of course. It's a eBay store, right? Actually an eBay store. And uh, these guys are really awesome, actually. Seriously, in all seriousness, yeah. I mean, I mean, they give away like free cards with every order. I mean, they'll like if you buy like blue cards, you know, she'll find like blue cards to give you comments yeah. and stuff. I mean, it's crazy. She goes out of her way. Oh, totally. And it's a she. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So we got a sugar mama. <laughs> every card, you know, is mint. She yeah. doesn't play with them. I mean, we, I could go. She's got an immaculate. Rating too, right? Yeah, I mean, no, I think it's all positive feedback. Yeah, so it's totally awesome. I mean, it looks like she's got free shipping on almost everything. Wow, we're really excited. So I want everyone to go check it out. I've, I'm going to give you guys the uh, URL right now, but we'll put it in the show notes. Oh, cool! It's actually stores.ebay.com/sarge-mtg-depot, but it'll be in the show notes, so you guys okay. can just click on it. There you go. But I'm telling you guys, check, yeah, I was looking at, check it out. She's got a pretty good selection. Pretty much everything in standard. I know they should like a Jace up there and stuff. And her pricing is obviously ridiculous. It's on well, eBay. Well, it's on eBay, yeah. yeah so, it's, so we want everyone to go there and buy stuff. Yeah, def- Lots of stuff. Definitely check it out. Yeah. I mean, you check it out, you're going to buy something probably anyway. So Exactly. So we're, we're super excited to have, the, have them aboard. Yeah. So today's show, is. we got some magic news, like usual. We have, uh, believe it or not, we have scars, a scars spoiler, scars of Mirrodin. Yeah. We have some more interesting scars info to talk about. Spoiler, some news. Yeah. Scars goes. We have a really awesome interview with Smitty from 60cards.com. Yeah. He's a good guy. Super excited to have him on. Uh, Of course, we have our famous card watch segment. Mm. And you did put an article up about our card watch picks. You actually finally got it on... On the internet, so people can check out. I went through. How we did. I went through all of our episodes and just kind of figured out. I haven't put what they're worth now, so there's no kind of. It's there's not really any kind of conclusive like how much we've made people money or how much we've you know. So I mean, we're gonna have to figure that out. But That's fine. They should at least they can see what we said. Yeah, exactly. It's and documented. we do have the prices of what they were at the time we said it. So we're gonna read comments this time for sure. Yeah, it's, it's embedded there's a few, the there's like four of them. And before we go, we want to talk about our contest, which has got one week left. Okay. And we so couple, a couple other interesting things we're looking for a writer and stuff like that. So. Okay, a lot so of stuff. Let's get the ball rolling. Let's get the ball rolling. <laughs> so b- before we get into the scar stuff, 
Uh, we're going to go over the other magic news. Oh, the deck list and stuff. Nothing too crazy. Um, interesting, I guess, Hasbro had their, I don't know what you call it, their earnings report. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they were talking about how magic was a, they actually mentioned magic. I didn't well, you know, I, I know you're talking, it was about, they, they didn't make as much as they had planned to make this year, um, but... Their probably. losses were a lot less due to, to Wizards of the Coast. And they and actually Magic, mentioned yeah. that a couple times. Yeah, it basically huge. saved their ass. Because Wizards of the Coast actually made money. They yeah. made a ton of money oh, compared sure. to what they did the year before. So I'm sure they did. I mean, they sell paper. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. But realistically, yeah, that's it's it's great news, though, for Magic. I mean... And it's good news for Hasbro. They're probably not going to. They're going to leave them alone. I would assume. Well, yeah, there was there was some kind of debate. I think a couple weeks ago, where supposedly Hasbro was talking about selling, or it was speculation that I can't that Hasbro was going to sell. No, they were going to sell. Somebody's going to buy the whole company of Hasbro. Oh, Hasbro. Okay. Yeah, it was a different issue. It was like a buyout rumor. Oh, okay. But that, I think the nice thing about this is they're going to leave Wizards of the Coast alone. Yeah. Or they or they or they might just sell them. I doubt For a it. big chunk of change? You I, never know. Well, who knows? I hope not. I think everything's going so well, we should just leave it alone. There you go. So I guess, you know, it's kind of interesting news. I Other news, otherwise, it was pretty much just the Magic Online. The release date is uh, August 2nd at 9 a.m., and I think the pre-release stuff's that Friday at, like, 12 or something. Sweet. And I think as of, after the Wednesday downtime, one little note, you can actually... Look at the cards in your deck editor. Yeah, you know you can pull them up, so you can actually start kind of putting decks. You together can build your decks, and then, then you just get the cards. Yeah, yeah, it's just like the wish list deal. Yep. So we always do that. We did it last. That's time. what we do. Yep. It's super cool. It's a lot easier. Yeah, it's easier to kind of. It's easier for when you just start cracking packs for the sealed stuff and whatever, and then then you just kind of look at the decks and like, oh, okay, all I need is this, or I did get a you know two of this uncommon or whatever. Yep. We'll it's be a, on there for sure doing the pre-release. Yeah, stuff. and that's that's next weekend. So yeah, finally. Yeah, yeah it's about time. <laughs> you know, the biggest news of the week I think is the top eights that have come out. Yeah, some weird. I guess it's some national stuff from like Japan or PTQs. It's like Finland and Japan, basically Amsterdam. And I guess what we're going to do is we're kind of just going to rehash what. I mean, Flores, Michael Flores summed it up really nice on the mothership. Yeah, he wrote. He just wrote a nice article on uh, on Magic the Gathering Daily MTG. Yeah, and, and we're just gonna basically just kind of just go right over that. So just summarize it for our. So listeners. basically, I mean, this he, is this is Mike Flores. <laughs> he was big on Mana Leak, right? That was the huge. Thing. I think his main point is Mana Leak made a huge showing, and it it did. Yeah. But as you know, as we go through them, there's quite a few other M11 cards, and we're just really going to be talking about the M11 impacts. Well, I guess the first thing we I want to look at is this first place is a PTQ deck. So it was a Pro Tour qualifier for Amsterdam and Japan. Yep. And it's mythic conscription. It is conscription. I'm just trying to. Is there anything now? What he just threw in some mana leaks, and that's really the only difference. Um, yeah, it looks like it's just got mana leaks and some summoning traps main board. The summoning traps Ooh. summoning traps were for... Didn't I say that last week? Yeah, You said that three weeks ago. Good. You said that three weeks ago. <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. So he main decked them. He main decked them because, it, because the counter is a counter-heavy game, metagame now. And that's so. Sakaru Taki. I don't want to butcher his name, but... Ah, uh, let me look at it. <laughs> 
It's Sakurai Taki. Okay. So, yeah, good for him <laughs> using summoning trap, expecting a lot of mana leaks. Yeah. That's awesome. Otherwise, it's just Mythic Inscription. Yeah. Okay. So the next deck we want to look at is the... Okay, this is the same tournament, second place. This is Blue-White Control. Yeah. And Blue-White Control hasn't been so... Is, I wouldn't say it's been bad, but it hasn't really top-aided as much lately. Mm-hmm. But obviously, Mana Leak is going to help it out tremendously. Well, the thing the thing I noticed is it's just... The only creatures it's got is just a three-wall of omens. So it's kind of going back to the original, what, Chapin build, where it was just kind of like old, very low creatures. Well, I don't even know if Chapin had creatures. They're siding in Baneslayer Angel. Yeah, if, if they have to, but... Well, I mean, I'm sure they do it every game. I mean, well, they got... Two, two Condemns, and then... He does have Journey to Nowhere in there. Yep, three Mana Leaks. And it's it's kind of like, it does have Mind Spring, but it's definitely not the tap-out version, because he's got, like you said, he's got the Mana Leaks, he's got three Cancels, yeah. so it's kind of a, just kind of a newer build, kind of an up-to-date build of Blue-White Control, 26 lands, nothing, nothing crazy in the lands. Uh, you know, a couple Essence Scatters, I guess just a lot more counter... And two, only two day of judgment. Yep. So that's really interesting. But he got second place, so blue light control is obviously going to be really helped out by mana leak. Yeah, for sure, and condemn. Well, yeah. Well, you know, condemn. They, they already have path. And he's not running the he path. He obviously prefers path over, or I'm sorry, condemn over path. Yeah, you don't want to give him. You don't want to yeah, give him that guess, land advantage. I guess yeah, condemn isn't really bad. They do have to attack though. Which really yeah. stinks, but it's a real stinker. Well, they most most likely will, unless it's something like Avenger of well, Zendikar or something. I can see a Funa Shaman. Fauna? Funa. Funa Shaman. Foo you. Foo Fauna Shaman. I'll get that right one of these days. Fauna Shaman. Fauna Shaman. You need to say one of them wrong. <laughs> Alright, I'll get Funa Shaman. <laughs> yeah. And moving on. And then he kind of gets into the Grave Titan deck, which is... This is the Esper Control I got second place. Now, this is the actual Finnish Nationals. Finland, yeah. So it's a little bit more <clears throat> bigger tournament. You know, this is their national tournament in Finland. And this is second place. Interesting deck. So this is what? This is just kind of a... Esper Control. It's kind of what Conley Woods was playing, wasn't it? I mean, this is kind of his deck. Yeah, obviously a lot more... A little different. I don't know. I don't really know his deck too well, but obviously the Grave Titans is the first thing I notice. Wall of Denial is interesting in there. I've never, I haven't seen those in a while. Yeah, the Wall of Denial, Gideon. It's got a lot. I mean, it's got Gideon. It's got Elspeth. It's got Jason Mind Sculptor. He's running Path over Condemn. Yeah, he is. Four Path. Obviously, Esper Charm is just so good. If you can ever use it, if you if you ever are in those colors, you should probably use it. The charms, yeah. Oh, just the Esper one, especially. It's just insane. I mean, it's it's just real good. Yeah. And then the Grave Titan. So I'm not sure. You know, I guess the Grave Titan is just part of his finish. You know, just a finisher. He's got three in there. Yeah, he does. So I guess it's kind of a, it's basically a control deck though, through and through. And two duress. And he's running two Inquisition and Kozilek, too, so that's really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, Duress is usually sideboard. Really? Yep. Well? The Inquisition is pretty much... You know they're going to have something that's three casting costs or under. Sure. Oh, so. yeah, especially... Oh, of course. So... Yeah, it's a pretty safe pick, either one. And what else we got here? Second place... Jund. We have a Midwest Masters qualifier in 
Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And this is just John with the Grave Titans in it. So that's kind of interesting. Instead of the Broodmate Dragons, he's running the okay. Grave Titans. Yeah, and I can see that being a little better because you're getting tokens every turn. Yeah. So, and what, what, what Flores is saying, too, which is really... He makes a good point that if somebody's going to uh, gatekeeper you or, or uh, consuming vapors, it's not going to hurt a Grave Titan as much as it's going to hurt a Broodmaid. Of course, yep. I mean, you're just going to get rid of one of your tutu zombies. Yep. So. Yep. Well, that might be the might be why Mono Black Control isn't... We were talking about that earlier, why Mono Black Control just isn't going to cut yeah, it. Just for stuff like this. I mean, they're getting... It's hard to say. Mono Black Control is still pretty much one spell a turn, you know. Yeah. So it's 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 going to have a hard time in this metagame. Otherwise, this is pretty straightforward, John, <clears throat> as far as I can see. Yep. And that was second place. What's the next one called? <laughs> <laughs> What's that word? <laughs> Fauna Shaman. Fauna Vengevine, yeah. Fauna Vengevine. And this is uh, Midwest Masters. He just has it as top eight, so who knows what place they were. Um, kind of, is this just the Naya build? Ooh, no, this is like a Bant build. This is like a Bant type of build. Well, it's got Vengevine, so it's... I wouldn't even say it's next level Bant. It's just a Bant version with Fauna Shaman. Yeah, it's not really like a deck I've seen before, so it's... I'm trying Stoneforge, yeah. I don't it's, know. A, it's the toolbox version, though. I mean, he's got a lot of one, you know, one-ofs. Yeah. Because he's got three, he's only got three Fauna Shamans, one Bane Slayer, two Bops, four Noble Hierarchs, two Ranger Vios, one Scoob Mob, one Sphinx of Jar Isle, one Stoneforge Mystic, one sure. Thornling, well, you don't need and then four Vengevines. Well, yeah, you just, with Fauna Shaman, you just grab the creature you want. Yeah. That's why you can do that. Well, yeah, exactly, but... Which reminds me of the old Survival of the Fittest kind of... Exactly. Deck. But not a lot of people are building the decks like that, though, with the Fauna Shaman. They're not really utilizing it. They're just kind of throwing it in there as a bonus, you know? They're not using it as a toolbox. Yeah, well, they, we, people will. <laughs> They're going to yeah. start. I would say we just do this last one. We'll just do this Valakut one. Which one? There's... Uh, yeah, this. well, these are all the Primeval Titan ones, right? Are they all kind of that... There's, there's three or four Primeval Titan decks well, that came f- out of Japan. First place, this is another PTQ for Amsterdam. Yep. And I'm not going to say what city it is. It's in Japan. Kanazawa? <laughs> Kawigama. <laughs> Kanazawa. <laughs> Japan. It's a tough word. So this is Primeval, primeval Volokut. Yeah. Which yeah. is it's the awesome. biggest. It's, it's the, kind of the hot deck right now, actually. I would say that. I mean, Volokut, I just... Everyone's thinking about it. Just well, this, is, I tell you, this is the new deck. Like This is kind of like the new baby. And this is basically just a Volokut deck. Like, we're kind of, you know, like you would see before. Mm. But except it has a few changes as far as the Primeval Titan and the Avengers Endicar. No, I mean, even Volokut before was running Siege Gang Commander. Yeah, well, yeah, I know you used to play Yeah, that. and we were used to run Bloodbraids. Yeah, I mean, I know it ran the Haros, the... The uh, yeah. Rampant Growth, Kalani's... Yeah, I mean, it's cultivate. really the same basic deck. Well, look at that. Look at the sideboard. It's got a Chandra in there for you. Chandra Ooh. Nalar, which is awesome. It's got even the summoning traps, too. It's got the oracles in the sideboard. Yeah, I'm surprised. I guess you just you can See. only put in so many creatures. You know, I don't know what he would side out. I don't know. There's a, there's quite a few. I mean, the, like, the, the, the Volku deck underneath has two Inferno Titans, three Oracle... Of Moldaya, four old grown battlements. He just basically doesn't have the Avengers of Zendikar. Yeah. 
And you got second place. And he's got lightning bolts, and yeah. These are all kind of just. I think. I think a lot of the pros will kind of fine tune this, but I, I could see it being a pretty relevant deck. You know, because Volakut. What's nice about Primeval Titan is you don't have to put your Volakuts out until the end. Yeah. You, know, you can grab it so that way you don't have to worry about Tectonic Edge and all that stuff. Same, and especially if can you imagine a Primeval Titan and Oracle a Moldaian play? I mean, that's ridiculous. Four lands. No, that's, I can't. that's pretty much kill somebody with two Volakuts, right? I don't know why math is really good, but... Math is alright. But obviously, pretty much all the Titans are going to make an impact. Even a couple Frost Titan decks. Well, one Frost Titan deck, but... And now, wasn't there someone Destructive Force that we're missing here? Oh, right here. Yes, yeah, the bottom one. It's the red, green, and white Destructive Titans. And that's uh, just four Primeval Titans and four Wall of Omens. And it has two Ajani Vengeance, two Condemn, three Cultivate... Two Day of Judgment, four Destructive Forests, four Explore, three Garuks, two Gideons, three Lightning Bolts, and two Rampant Gross. Yeah, that, and I think that's what's going to be interesting too. If you can, if you can play Primeval Titan with Destructive Force, it's like it's ridiculous. But yeah, well, you got to because he's not going to die to it, obviously. No. And well, and they got the Gid or they got the Ajani Vengeance in there too. I yeah. mean, that's the land destruction. You got all kinds of... And they're going to lose their whole board. Uh, pretty much all their creatures. Day of Judgment. Damage. And they're going to lose basically, what, five of their lands? Yeah. And you're going to have a Primeval Titan right, and recover right away. I mean, it's insane. It's the top four in Pittsburgh. Yeah. So, so there you go. It's kind of what... I think it's not... I wouldn't say it's exactly what we expected, but pretty close. I mean, It's pretty close. Pretty close to what we were thinking it was going to be. Yeah, it's... That's a great... Not a lot of the decks that I, that I was... I was kind of... Hoping to see uh, just a mono black aggro decks in there, but with oh, with your lich, not necessarily even with the lich. I don't think the lich is gonna is gonna make it. I don't think the lich really works. Yeah, I think it's just gonna be just the Nantuku shade and the persecutors and. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised. I think well, that's why you can build. You should build it and see. If I'm you br- I'm gonna build it with the liches too. I'm make gonna, it work. I'll give it a shot. So there you go. I, it's pretty good stuff. I'm excited. I mean, I, I think it, it's, it's going to suck because Primeval Titan's just going to keep going up and up and up, so you yeah. better hope you pull some. But, exactly. You know. <coughs> he went from 30... Well, he was about 35 last time we did this show, and he's about 50. 40, 40 bucks now. 45 to 50. I know, Star City's on for 50, I think. Yeah, but you can get him for 40. Yeah. Well, of course. But generally, he's around 40 to 45, if you, if you look around. Yep. Anything so else on those? On no, those I mean that's basically it for the decks. I think we just p- kind of went right. over what what is really kind of established from M11 that's making an impact. But so we're gonna get into the scars stuff because there was a I guess a comic con's going on right now, and yeah. they have like a magic panel and stuff there, which makes yeah, sense. yeah wizards booth. Yeah, so they basically spoiled a card. Which well, I think is going to be like either it's the from the vaults. Oh, it's in it from was the spoiled. Yeah, just like last last from the vaults spoiled. I can't remember what card it spoiled, but uh, yeah, this one spoiled the uh, sword of the body and mind. Okay, and do, we, do you have it up? What to do? Uh, sword of the body and mind. It is an artifact, equipment, mythic, rare. Whenever equipped creature deals combat damage to a player, you put a two-two green wolf creature token onto the battlefield. And that player puts the top ten cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard. It's two to equip. Also, it has uh, it gives you protection from green and blue. Yeah, which, which is important. Which isn't on here. But, 
Yeah. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So it gives you protection. I mean... I think that's the big thing. Is it has it? to do damage to an opponent, right? To get the wolf and yeah. the milling. I mean, it's not, it's not ridiculous, but I think the protection's more relevant. Well, it gives you plus two, plus zero, right? Yeah, I mean, did it... Did it I just read it. I did not say that. Well, this... This isn't saying too much. It's the side I'm looking at right now doesn't right, actually. Gotta, let me get to the real deal. Yeah, you might want to go to a different. I don't know site. where you're at, but we'll find it. We'll find it. When we when we had this card, they talked about this card. Yeah, we were talking about our just last, the name. Last we just had the name. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. What's her face from World <laughs> Stoneforge for cards like this. Awesome. <laughs> Alright. So, it does give him plus two, plus two, which is good. Yeah. Protection from green and blue. So that right there is like, okay, it's still pretty playable because it has it's, if, the other stuff. I mean, blue and green is pretty popular right now in this metagame, so it's definitely going to be a cyborg card. It has to do combat damage to a player. And then in that case, you put it. You get the two-two wolf, and then you mill him for ten. And you mill him for ten. The milling is just—I don't know. It's only three. The to milling count. is really. I mean, it, the thing that sucks about that is that card is going to be good against like a Vengevine next level band deck. But then at the same time, if your attack gets through, you might throw a bunch of Vengevines in their graveyard. Yeah. So it's kind of—it's really—it's—it's. It's, I mean, they might just be like, ah, all right. Or even you know, the, I think uh, the fact that it has it gives your creature protections almost worth it. So it's it's still a really good card, no question. So we'll have to see. But I think that there's even bigger news. So that's the actual that's an official spoiled card now. That's basically the only official spoiled card. Correct. Um, the big news though is the planeswalkers. We know who the planeswalker. Or the, we know two planeswalkers. We know now. two, possibly three. Tezzeret's still pretty much a possible. Third. And they haven't confirmed it yet. Well, they've confirmed he's going to be in the block. Oh, they have. Okay. Yeah. But now we know Elspeth is in it. Elspeth, for some reason, is in. <laughs> she's hopping planes or whatever. She's hopping planes. Yep. So she's in it. I think everyone's excited because everybody loves Elspeth, right? Well, hopefully. I mean, she's going to be different. She's not going to be the same Elspeth. Oh, I'm sure. They're not gonna just reprint her. Yeah, I'm sure. But I'm sure she'll. Her abilities should probably be pretty much similar. More of an artifact spin, though. Probably more. You of put it. an artifact from your hand in a play or something. Might be, might be too good. <laughs> we'll see. We can't. I. That's where we talk to gathering magic to speculate and stuff like that better than we can. But yeah. Um. But she's definitely in it. And what's this new planeswalker? Koth. 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 K o t h. K o t h. I think it's Koth. And he's fighting with Elspeth yeah. in the art. Yeah, and he's, I don't know, he's kind of a big-looking dude with fire sh- on his shoulder. I don't know, kind of weird-looking. And then basically he's probably monocolor is what they're speculating, too. <laughs> you think? Well, he looks, yeah. he looks like he'd either be bl- like black or red to me. Well, we know he's not going to be blue. No. <laughs> so... I guess who's really due for a Planeswalker? Black or red? Probably black or red. I mean, they do have Sarkon, but... But it's got to go with... Well, Elspeth's going to be white, I would assume. Yeah. So, it's got to go with white, kind of. You don't think they're going to do any dual-colored Planeswalkers? I think they're going to stay away from it. You think? 
I think so. I think they might have one big one, like a Nicol Bolas type of planeswalker that's just crazy, like maybe every third set or something. I but know. I think they will for the simple fact that they want to be able to use them in the core sets. Well, what about the whole Zendikar block? There was... With just Sark on the mat, he was the only dual? Yeah, that's true. He was a dual color one. I don't know. I don't know what their rationale is on that. Uh, maybe they just don't care. Maybe they just do... Maybe they flip a coin. I don't know. They might have reasoning. It might just have to do with the f- character, or who knows. I don't know. But anyway, so I think people are excited about Elspeth, right? That's pretty big. Deal. I think Elspeth's the big deal. And, and just the fact that there is another one, a new one. And there was another note about Scars, is that there will be zombies and vampires. So. Well, they did say that. Uh, I don't know if I really care about that too much, but... Mm-hmm. Also, they did say that one of the original three mechanics... From oh, yeah. Meriden will be back. Okay. And we don't know whether it's imprint, affinity, or entwine. Okay. And I can't I can't imagine they're gonna do affinity. Cause that's I, I, that's what really destroyed that whole block. It was too powerful from what I remember. Yep. So I I mean I'd love it if they did. I mean it's awesome. <laughs> but well, yeah. you know, the artifact lands are so cool, but it was because you could cast, like, 15 things for free, you know? I mean, after you had enough... I don't know. I don't see that happening. There's no way. No. So it's going to be Imprint or Entwine. And, you know, maybe Imprint might... They might reprint Chrome Box or something. I think it's possible. So maybe they bring Imprint back. <laughs> there you go. But I don't know. Chrome Box. Yep. That's a prize. That's a prize. What that's a, a what real a, prize. What a, what a deal. <laughs> well, that's just speculation. I mean... I mean, what entwine isn't that? I don't like entwine. I mean, it's kind of like kicker in a way. Yeah, spells that give you two options or pay an extra cost or do both. Yeah, those just don't do it for me. So hopefully it'll be affinity. I really doubt it. I'm pretty sure it'll be probably entwine. My guess. Yeah. I was a betting man. So there you go. We don't really have anything else. I think that, like you said, a lot of that stuff just came from the fact that they were talking about the from the vault relics, right? And they just kind of said, okay, they kind of spilled the beans that Elspeth is in Scars, that kind of thing. Yeah. So. Um, That's pretty big news. Vamps may possibly get a replacement for Nocturnus. They will have a bigger presence on Mirrodin now than they did in the past. Uh, the Sunburst mechanic will make a return... Oh, that's confirmed too? Along with a new version of Etched Oracle. Well, you know, it's sun, is it Sunburst? Sunburst. That's where, that, it cares what colors you use. So sunburst is, I think, if you have five colors. Well, no, I don't look. No, Sunburst is where you pay X on a spell. It's so like, for example, like an artifact will say pay X when you cast it, and then if you... How many different colors of mana you use to pay it, X is equal to that number. Oh, okay. So if you use three different colors, then you have three counters on it, so you can tap it for three or whatever. Oh, I see. It's All right. etched what? Oracle? Etched Oracle. Etched Oracle. A new version. Etched Oracle is a forecasting cost artifact creature with Sunburst. Yeah, and Sunburst says, this comes into play with a plus one, plus one counter for each color of the mana used to pay its cost. Looks kind of like this, the new art that they spoiled. <laughs> oh, well, that's probably why people are thinking that, then. And its ability is remove pay one colorless, remove four plus one plus one counters, and target player draws three cards. 
so I don't know how relevant this is. All right, here's another thing. In addition to the sword of body and mind, which is green and blue, there will be another legendary sword, color combo. Wasn't spoiled, but Aaron Forsyth said Mirrodin had black and white and a red and blue sword. Scars has green and blue, and you figure out the rest of the sequence. So what's that mean? Well, it would be it would be <laughs> red and red and white. There you go. Or red and black. Probably red and black. They're friendly color. They're all friendly colors, right? Yeah, I guess. Wow. So we did get a bunch of info from there. Okay. Well, I don't know. Are you excited about this all artifact set? This or this? Not all, but this scars stuff so far. Yeah. You are pretty excited. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a huge artifact guy, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. A lot of a lot of good stuff did come out of Mirrodin, other than the artifacts too. So I think it'll be fun to try like this set. Like, in, I wonder how it'd be in limited. You know, it might be really fun to play with. Yeah, that's a true. ton of artifacts because then it's like true. building decks would be. You could almost do anything. You know. Yeah, it'd be interesting. It'd be fun. So we'll see. But yeah, a lot of news so far. Just came out this that's last week. That's pretty crazy. Well, Scar- I think it's because you had the Comic Con, so they. Yeah, that's that's true. And that panel, it's basically. A lot um, of there's the one last thing too. By the way, we didn't even mention. There's a rumor that the set after Scars, you which know, which is it's named now, but I don't we, have. We it didn't look up. it up. Yeah, we it's just, not the block after the just the second set, the first expansion. Mm-hmm. We'll have two different booster packs to buy, meaning there's going to be one, dark, like dark and black and white, or dark and whatever. Yeah, there's yeah. just going to be dark colors. There are dark colored packs and light colored packs, yep. and, they and they're going to be do- totally different pools of cards in each booster. Yeah. And supposedly it's a faction deal, like maybe it's teams or like maybe else. I heard, has a I heard team it's or... Frixia and Coalition, which is. Oh, okay, maybe it is then. Yeah, but it's, it's two factions, whatever it is. Yeah. So that that to me just is really yeah. interesting. Like, how would you, you know? And that's weird because, like you were saying, you didn't think they were on Mirrodin. You thought that was Dominaria, right? Well, no, I thought like I was saying like Urza and stuff is from Dominaria. Frixia versus the Coal. Well, that Urza is on the Coalition, right? Yeah. Yeah, see, I don't think that's... I don't know how that could be related unless they're going to bring all these back to Mirrodin. Maybe Mirrodin is just a plant that everybody... You know, that's the thing. They brought... Yeah, they brought... They're bringing Elspeth there, so who knows? I'm sure one of our listeners knows more. I've already seen different different segues on different cards that have basically pointed from, like, Dominaria stuff and Mirrodin stuff already getting mixed up. And even Shards has a lot of filigree stuff that talks about Mirrodin, so... Well, there you go. But But the fact... Just the point of them, okay, you're going to have different booster packs. Like, how would that even work? Well, you just buy two of one and two of another. I mean, it's going to be... That's crazy. Unless, unless you really want to build a lot of coalition stuff, then you'll probably just buy all the black packs. Or if you really want a certain card, you're going to buy only white packs. And I again, mean, I mean, the limited implications, like, I wonder how that would work, like drafting and stuff. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe you're supposed to go, like, coalition versus the, you know, maybe that's how the seal's going to work. It's going to be interesting, yeah. Yeah, so... That's, that's a rumor, but... That is, that is a it, rumor, like a it big It does rumor. seem like something they would do to me. Something different. Something different, exactly. Alright, I think we should wrap up the scar stuff. I think that's pretty good. I think we hit everything. Yeah, that's everything out there so far. So, what we're going to do now is we, uh, get, we get to play for you guys an interview we did with Smitty from 60cards.com. Mm-hmm. And... You should check the site out. It's awesome. We obviously love the site. Yeah, it was just, I, I remember you telling me about it Couple, not too about a month, month ago. Yeah, Not even a month ago. I think you told me about it like two weeks ago or something. Yeah. 
And I just uh, I saw him on Twitter and finally checked it out. And he was he was up for doing an interview, so it worked out. Yeah. Well, his site. The thing about his site is when I, you know when it came out, it's only about a month old. Mm-hmm. It looks amazing. I mean, we found, we found out his brother was a programmer, so he's got that advantage. But the whole site just looks good. Yeah, it's, it's a WordPress is, site. It looks put, really nice. He puts comment or not comments. He writes his own comments. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he comments no. on his own stuff. It's crazy. No, I was going to say is he updates it all the time. He's got new yeah. content. You know, it's, it's no, he's got really good content. The thing yeah. I like about him is it, it, it kind of to me it has the gathering magic appeal, which is kind of almost completely different. They're completely different sites. They but are. It, it has the uh, the standard casual kind of. Yeah, I think he's. I mean, working his way though. Toward he, yeah, he's going kind of going more tournament esque than Gathering Magic, but he's. I mean, the decks that he makes are you somewhat unique. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He's not just. No, it's he's awesome. We we had a good time with him, so we're gonna play that right now, and then we after that we'll be back. Yep. All right, we are excited uh, to have Smitty with us here from SixtyCards.com tonight. Welcome to the Creepcast, sir. Thank you very much. Um, you know, let's just jump right into it. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself as far as, like, when you, know, when you started playing Magic, and how old are you, by the way? Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, 27. Man, it's pretty short history, actually. I mean, I used to play as a kid, like, uh, you know, just casual. I was never competitive in yeah. my teens. Um, but uh, just last June, my brother and his, at the time, girlfriend actually just said, oh, we just bought some Magic cards, so, <laughs> of course, I'm like, oh, sweet, finally someone to play with, and, uh, man, it's, like, gone nuts from there, I just buy in boxes after boxes, and <laughs> So you got a little obsessed, obviously. Oh, for sure, for <laughs> sure. Awesome. I've gone absolutely crazy. That's cool. Yeah, started as casual, and it's getting to the point where I'm going more competitive, so. Nice. Not so competitive that I just picked up, like, pretty much every possible standard thing I can on and offline. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was going to ask that. So, uh, so where do you live now, and uh, how is the gaming community over there? Yeah, I'm in Oregon, uh, southern Oregon, actually, so I'm about five hours from Portland, which it's about the only, you know, town most people will know, but uh, the uh, in southern Oregon, we got a really strong group of people. Uh, we have a level four pro down here, Matt Marr. Wow. He's, awesome. uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome. He goes to literally every Grand Prix pro tour he can, so we've got that going for us. Um We've just been getting together. He's actually joined as part of the site, um, and he's going to be writing articles. Uh, we've been testing together, uh, so we've got that. We get about you know thirty to forty person uh, Friday Night Magics too, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, that's that, pretty big. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it compared to what I hear people talk about. So. Oh yeah, like we get yeah. like ten to fifteen, <laughs> like maybe. Yeah, we dominate, totally. Though. We dominate ours because we're only ten. <laughs> I bet, man. No. Get those free promo blood braids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, actually, we got like quite a few shops that um, do twenty plus numbers within about a half hour area. So wow. it's pretty big around here. Yeah, that's yeah. Crazy. I would guess. Uh, I'm just saying, for being uh, Oregon, especially Southern Oregon, it's pretty awesome. Now you now before you started sixtycards.com, did you ever do anything else with magic like blogs or anything, or you just jumped right into that site? 
Uh, straight into the site. The only way I really got jumped into it um, is my brother's a web designer. Um, he's a you know, and he's into magic too. So he was all about it. I'm like, well, why don't I just start something? And uh, it's grown from there. And I'm really looking to make it more of like a money money site. I'm gonna I'm trying to earn some money on it. So. Yeah, we've been earning a lot of money, and it's it's not that hard, <laughs> not that hard. No, we don't. Yeah, we don't yeah that's what I hear. So I jumped right <laughs> into it. You know. So, book, book. <laughs> so, so that's that's the kind of the general direction you want to go with your site. Is you want to? I mean, are you going to kind of focus on interviews? You're going to do articles, or is there anything you want to do with like maybe card value speculation or anything like that? Or uh, I'm trying to go everywhere, really. I mean, I want the biggest audience I can get. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, most of it's com- going to be competitive uh, just because it seems like that's what people want, deck lists and strategy and such. Um, I'm trying to get some, like, resident uh, writers for more casual formats that I don't play, like the EDH. Yeah. Actually, uh, yeah. we have the guy from uh, MTG Radio, uh, Trevor, writing for us. So. Um, nice. Yeah, we're trying to. We're just trying to, uh, you know, hit everywhere, and you know, we've got a lot going on that um, should be coming out here in the next few months. But that's why we like it. That's why we like that yeah. sixty cards. <laughs> Sixtycards.com. <laughs> so moving back into Magic, what kind of decks are you playing right now? Like, obviously, you play a lot of standard. Yeah, mostly standard. Uh, just because I have those. That's all the cards I have since I, you know I've only been playing about a year. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, yeah, a lot of standard. I've been playing Jund, the crap out of Jund, just for a while now. Um, just grinding, uh, you know, Friday Night Magics, PTQs, Magic Online. Um, but that's probably the deck I've played the most. Um, I'm not a control player at all, so I kind of yeah. stick to Jund, Red Deck Wins, Naya. I just I try to create some rogue-style decks. Uh, but, yeah, mainly those. I'm just now hopping into Extended, too, since the season's kind of coming up. Well, now, do you feel guilty playing Jund at all, or...? Uh, no, man, I don't know why people hate it. It's like... <laughs> dude, it's fun. I just love, like, directly, like, blowing stuff up. Just, like, simple, effective cards and two-for-one. I don't know. It's a blast to me, man. I love the haters. <laughs> two-for-one two yeah. every card. <laughs> yeah, I love the haters, man. It's a fun deck. <laughs> so you're not a big control guy? You're not a blue mage? Well, no, because no. didn't... I, I swore Smitty had a... Uh, White control deck. The, okay, the okay. You're right, you're right. I did have the, uh, uh, the Saskata mono white yeah, deck. That's about, I'm kind of in the same boat you are, where I'm not really like a blue mage, like one of those whiny dorks that just has to yeah. take 10 hour turns, you know? Like, But I mean, I'm the same thing as you are, whereas you know, I, I kind of like control it away, but it has to be kind of a creature control deck, not just taking five turns in a row type thing. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, no, I'm the same way. Like, that mono white, yeah, I just don't like blue. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I, I hate blue, man. man. <laughs> oh, man, I got Jason Mind Sculptors. They've been sitting in my binder forever, but... <laughs> oh. A lot of people are be happy borrow- to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just let people borrow them. Oh, well, there you go, hey. Yeah. That's not so bad. Well, yeah. Actually, I got a question for you now too. Is there is there any cards in particular that you might suggest that our listeners keep an eye on, or is there anything that you that's just kind of like a something that you think is not getting the attention it deserves? Or, uh, I think here for a second. Jeez, uh, underrated cards. Wow. Uh, 
Primeval Titan's a good example. Yeah, Primeval Titan, <laughs> highly underrated. Did you guys yeah. see the, the Japanese PTQ? Six yep. of the top eight decks had Primeval Titan in it. It's just ridiculous. Uh, that's yeah. going to be a $40 card. Easy. I mean, I think it's probably going to be a $50 card now. Yeah, I think Star City has it for 50 right now. But, uh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Straight. That's the way standard is. Baneslayer's 30 so that's <laughs> insane. But, jeez, uh, man, how come I can't answer that? It, I, I just... I like to just use the power cards, I think, is why I can't figure it out. <laughs> it's a, it's mean, a tough question. It's a it tough is. Question. I mean, Fauna Shaman, everyone thinks she's really good, but I've played with her, and she's better than good, so... See, yeah, I, I know, yeah, I, I saw the tweet last night about that article. I don't yeah. know how much, I mean, it's, it's up right now, isn't it? It is, the article's up, the, uh, just, uh, jibber-jabbering about Fauna Shaman, and... Yeah, because that's, that was my number one pick out of M11. I thought that was going to be the, at least out of the M11 cards I saw, that was my favorite. But I for haven't sure. really had a chance to play with it, and, and you're saying it's living up to the hype, for sure? Oh, yeah, it is, I mean... I've been, we've been playing a lot of paper magic, obviously. That's about the only way you can do it right now, unless you can yeah. handle Magic Workstation. No, I mean, she is the real deal in the half. I mean, she has so many implications. Just, uh, she makes decks so good and, like, so versatile, and, uh, she's still pretty quick. Like, I think some people, she's probably best in a mid range, but still yeah. super yep. powerful in an aggro deck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But she she's the best card in M11, I think, hands down. I mean, Primeval's great, but, yeah, Fauna's amazing. I'd agree with you there. Yeah. So what are you going to do on the when Magic Online comes out with the M11? Are you going to do a lot of the sealed or the events? Are you going to wait and just buy packs? Uh, I haven't really figured I think I'll probably just do a few couple of the pre-release events uh, just to get my hands on some and... Hopefully not get too impatient because those cards are gouged until the packs are released. Yeah, yeah, that's but, that's the truth. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. I mean, every people itching will buy them, but yep. I'm, I might be one of them, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> I, no, I hear you. That's that's me too. I think I got my persecutors online for like thirty thirty five tickets or something a piece. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah, totally. But hey, if you wanted the card, you gotta get it, man. Oh. Yeah. The uh, I'm gonna probably buy Fauna Shamans too, just uh, right off the bat, just um, and build that Naya deck I talked about in the Fauna Shaman article. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my plan. We'll see. So what are the other decks you're gonna plan on for the new with ML- post M11? I'm really digging Volaku. Um, oh, I was just thinking that too. <laughs> Dude, right, it yeah. looks fun. Does it? Oh yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's pretty narrow, but it looks pretty fun, so... Well, the Primeval uh, Titan really helps it out, I think. Oh, oh for yeah. sure. <laughs> I mean, the deck is using, I think, out of the, those Japanese decks I was looking at, had, like, 12 finisher cards. It was Siege Gang, Avenger, and Primeval Titan. I mean... <laughs> yeah, it's... It's pretty insane, just, uh... Especially when you got Volokut doing a bunch of damage to the face, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. Great deck. I had an old school Volakut when it first came out. And it was just, <laughs> it didn't win a lot, but whatever. It was kind of fun. It, trying to... Yeah, it's still a pretty good deck. Like it's always been a decent deck, and it rocked a lot of decks that weren't prepared for it. But yeah, it's getting insane with Primeval Titan. See, well, I'm kind of excited about the. Uh, I really want to build a black and green Eldrazi Monument deck with the Grave Titans and the uh, 
mitotic slimes. Totally. The b- black green I want to put together too, man. I've like put together a lot of lists trying to find something that works That's effectively. Hard. It is. Every set that comes out, I have like five decks I want to build. Yeah, no, I've got that problem too. Yep. The uh, it's great. I don't know if you guys what kind of phones you guys have, but if uh, Android phones, like I'm sure iPhones too, uh, such easy deck building tools. Yeah. Uh, yep. MTG Deck Forge for Android is amazing. Really, I have one. I should try it out. I think it's like two bucks, so it's not bad. But I mean, you can you can build decks on there so fast. That's all our ad money, though. I can't. Can't really do that. Too much. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are rolling deep, man, from the cast. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the cast is making some mad money. <laughs> All right, well, we're almost out of time. Is there anything you want to tell our faithful listeners before we go? Or um, Man, just check out 60cards.com. Um, we're trying to come out with uh, as much articles and videos and everything we can. So, you know, just check back every day is what I'm hoping for. Awesome. Yeah, it's a great site. Yeah, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, we really, that's why we want to have you on. We decided, I mean, how old is it, say, two months? Yeah. No, I mean, we yeah. Could, I can believe when I first saw it, I was like, this is this looks amazing. But now that you've, you've supported it with such good content and stuff, so that's why we wanted to have you on so bad. We want to get the word out and help you out. So It just, it just kind of blew up, too. Yeah. It's just, yeah, well, uh, you know, getting Patrick Chapin on there, I owe him a lot of credit. I want to say thanks to him t- for sure. And that, uh, and that was just, I mean, you just asked him, right? And he said he'd uh, do it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a super nice guy. He, you know, he's helping out a new site, and I mean, it's really what got the ball rolling. So yeah, I'm sure it helps. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't hurt. Yeah. It doesn't hurt at all. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty awesome. And then uh, one last thing is, we do have a store coming, uh, hopefully in a couple months too. So we'll be selling singles as well. Oh wow. Sweet. Yeah. Just paper singles. Uh, paper singles, yeah. Um, don't think I'll get into the Magic Online realm yet uh, there because we're going to have our local store running it. But, uh, yeah, should have a singles uh, deal up, too, within about two months. Well, excellent. Sounds, That's awesome. Sounds great. Obviously, we want to have you back on again, and we definitely appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks. Hey, anytime, okay. guys. I'd love to join you guys anytime. Again, it's 60cards.com. Definitely That's right. check it out. All right, so there you go. He's uh, he's awesome. He's a good guy. Yeah. We like talking to him. Love his site. Everyone go look at it, 60cards.com. For sure. He'll keep putting new content up and all that good stuff. He's so. a pretty good speaker. Really? Yeah. I thought he did good. I thought yeah. he did better he than us. <laughs> <laughs> better watch out in case he gets a podcast. Yeah. It's not for everyone. It's a tough it's a tough racket. Yeah. It's like sales. It's a tough racket. Well plus you gotta get a license. You gotta get a <laughs> Yeah. You gotta, you gotta get certified. You gotta get certified Podcast by the, certified. Yeah, by the board, so yep. it's not easy. Pretty expensive. Yep. That's why we all get sponsored. <laughs> Alright, time for card watch. Card watch. <laughs> Alright, we don't got too much this week. You know, there's one card I really think I'm gonna keep an eye on. What's that? Renegade Doppelganger. Really? Oh, yeah. Why? I just see it. Obviously, it's in Dredgevine. Really? But Did you watch the videos yet? I saw the video. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> but I just think, I don't know, it just really makes me excited that you have a little a little two-drop that you can essentially give it, you know, give haste to one of your big creatures that you play yeah. later on in the game. I know he was good and limited for yeah. that reason. And it's like, can you, you know, your opponent, is he really going to kill it? 
I would. I mean, well, that's good then. You're wasting a you know wasting a spell on it. I just I don't know. I just having a primeval titan like you're casting it and then you get to attack with that you know with the other one. Yeah. That same turn just seems really good to me. Yeah. So I think he's one to watch. Definitely a card watch. Definitely. I don't, ha- I don't have mono pricing on. Oh yeah, we do have mono pricing on Renegade Doppelganger. What am I? What am I saying? What am I saying? Renegade Doppelganger. He is. <laughs> he is. Drum roll. Twenty cents. Twenty cents. So that's gonna be tough to get. Wow. How high do you think he's gonna get? I think you could see 40, 50 cents. <laughs> I think you could really push so it. You could double your money, ladies and gentlemen. No, I, I'm telling you, I think he's good. I think I think he already doubled it. <laughs> I think he was a 10 cent card. <laughs> and since he's in Dredge Vine, he probably went up to 20 cents. Yeah. On paper, he's probably... He's, he's about the same price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he never really was ever worth anything. But so you picked a. I picked a. Winner. You picked a pretty controversial card. And then uh, otherwise, the only other card I think we're all really watching is a Primeval Titan. Primeval Titan. I don't know though. I th- I'd say I'd say trade for him. I'd say if you got him, keep him. But I don't know if if I would buy him. Yeah. But that's just me. You know, it's hard for me to. We'll spend throw down bucks. throw down forty five bucks. On one 50 card. 50 bucks. I think he, he, to me, he's got to get a little bit more, I mean, I don't know. He's a good card. He is a good card. He is what he is. He is what he is. What else you, you got? You got to think outside the box. What else you got for card watch? Um, well, I like Grave Titan. Grave Titan, you think, is kind of a sleeper? I don't, I wouldn't say he's a sleeper. He is getting in some decks. And That's he's, true. He's about 25, 30 bucks right Oh, now, so he's not so really he's, a sleeper. No. He's like a Jason Mindsculptor sleeper. But the, fro- I mean, like, cards like Frost Titan, Inferno Titan... <laughs> And the, the, I mean, they're pretty cheap. They're around four, three to five bucks for those two. I don't know if they're worth getting. I think the Infernal Titan's pretty nasty. He's not bad. If you can find a home for him, yeah. You know, the Twiddle Titan, the Frost Titan, I just don't see being that great. He wasn't one of the top eight decks. But you know, I think with the Johnny Vengeance, like pairing it up with him, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I know the the other Titan is. Uh, has has seen some some play. He's actually he's kind of worth about eight bucks right now. What the Inferno? No, the White the Sun Titan. Oh, the Sun Titan. Yeah, I haven't even thought about that one yet. I've been so busy thinking about ramping and green and blue that I haven't even thought of like the White Titan. What he can do with you know bringing back three mana cost permanence. Yeah, uh, he's he's got a lot of potential. Oh, of course. He's got a lot of potential. He, so he or she or whatever it is. It's a, it's it's a, a big guy. With it's a, a big sun. woman. She looks like a woman. The ninety yeah. foot woman. <laughs> yeah, he will be. Uh, he'll he'll find a home. There's no question. Yeah, is right. it going to be worth you know fifty bucks? Fauna yeah. Shaman, I would buy. Yeah, <laughs> I would buy. I mean, right now it's you can still get it for around ten, ten or twelve. Really? I've seen it for. It any, is a rare from so. eight to eight to twelve. It's not. It's I mean, going to go up. I think. It, I think it could hit twenty. Twenty. It even. won't go over twenty though. I don't know. At I mean, look rare? at what was. Noble Hierarch. 15 at its peak? Mm-mm. 25 mm. at its peak, I'd say. Yeah, maybe you're right. You think Final Shaman's right I, You there? know, it's hard to say, because she's more of an engine. She's not She's not a mana producer. But that's better, though. She's she's just more relevant, I think. She's more relevant to a toolkit-type deck. Toolkit. How toolkit? But I don't think she's relevant for any green deck or any, you know. Yeah. It's hard to say. I think I want them. I want four of her. Yeah, definitely. So... I think it's going to go up. I agree. Anything else? Mana leak? Buy mana leaks? Yeah. Just buy or every just mana Or just use your old ones. Just buy every mana leak you can. Just to hoard them. Just trade them away. 
No, I think Mana Leaks, obviously. Like I said, it's going to... Mana Leaks. Condemn. Condemn, I think, is actually worth more as far as it's an uncommon. Yeah. So it's worth a little bit more. But those those are, they, those are in 10th edition. Yeah. So well, it's just like Mana Leak. Mana Leak has been around. Yeah, it's been around. Final Shaman hasn't been around. Final Shaman has not. <laughs> You're saying it. You've been saying it right. I know. Good for you. Well, after the fifth time I messed it up. So that's really about it. I, you know, we're going to get more a lot better at card watch when we can actually play with some cards on Magic Online, mm-hmm. which is two weeks away, so unfortunately. But we'll hopefully have some nice rogue decks, too, for everybody in about two weeks. Yeah, well, because next, next week... You won't be able to... It yeah. won't be out yet. No. Nope. On Moto. So we'll have to wait for about two weeks. But I got some secret tech I'm working on that I'm not going to tell anybody, so... Oh, nice. Yeah. Is it kind of like the secret tech that I have? <laughs> it might be better or worse than oh, your yeah. secret tech that you're not I don't think I haven't about. told you yet because it's a secret. I haven't even told myself yet. It's so secret. Ooh. <laughs> nice. Comment time, I guess. Why don't you read some comments? We have, Make sure we get them all. All right. Let's see. Uh, we right. have four comments. Um, in each quantif- quant F tech, that's right, says, one of your best shows yet. Keep up the good work, gentlemen. You are improving over time. The shows just keep getting better. I am listening. I'm just usually too busy to comment. And he says, respect. And it's all kind of, what is that, anagram? What, his name? His name, and he's an anagram kind of guy. So <laughs> if I was he's a, really smart. Yeah, if really I was a puzzle guy, I'd try to figure it out. But yeah. Well, he's really intelligent, so that's I'm sure a lot of our listeners are. I mean, They all are, <laughs> for sure. But I agree with him. I agree with him 100%. Well, we're getting better. We're hitting our stride. I think we're getting, we're getting famous. <laughs> I'm not gonna let the fame get to my head. I hope not. The immortal Jin says, uh, "Gentlemen, fantastic show once again. Let there be no mistake. The intro slash outro music for this episode comes from my all-time favorite Sega Genesis game, Herzog's Way. And that's, I know you like that game a lot. Oh yeah, I never played it." Oh, it's amazing. Said, uh, it was. It says, back in my high school days, a buddy of mine and I rented this game. The institution, or wait, the instruction, <laughs> the institution manual was in Japanese and we stayed up all night trying to figure out how to play it. Yeah. We racked up two weeks worth of late fees and finally I just broke down and bought the thing. The music will forever be embedded in my memory banks. Even to this day, it's an awesome game. Thanks for the stroll down Amnesia Lane. Keep the creep cast coming. The Immortal Jin from Jin's Playgrounds. So. Yep, he's another podcast too. You guys should check him out on. Oh yeah, MTG Cast for sure. Yeah, he's got good stuff. Yeah. Uh, and we got Clog Lord, and he says, "I thought I had a weird name until Inich showed up." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. So true. Uh, Pin Imp, Pit Imp. That's says, Tom. That's that's the boss. That's the boss. Yeah, he says, "Ah, Herzog's way." We nicknamed the enormous turret Betsy. And the game was so incredibly ahead of its time. Split screen, real time strategy on a console? Question mark yeah. exclamation. And it point. was. I mean it was I don't I don't even know if it was pre like Warcraft, you know, like no. pre, I don't yeah, think I, it was, but it was definitely ahead of its time. I you think know? it was right around the same time though. I'm pretty sure they, they almost invented that whole genre. I mean not I'm not saying Warcraft copied them, but I think in Japan, you know, they just these guys just came up with it. Yeah. They weren't copying it. It was never done before, as far as I know. No. I mean, I, my, my timeline's messed up, but I think War, and I think Warcraft was really the first okay. RTS, <laughs> yeah, for the PC. But it, it's a it's a classic game. I mean, if you went and played it now, it, it's not going to hold up too well. But obviously, people that played it back in the day remember it, and it was just a lot of fun. And the music, 
music was awesome. It just gets it just it was gets awesome. in your... It was a weird it was weird, but it was great. So that's really about it, huh? We didn't have any That was it. Oh then you just say uh, you just replied. Okay. Yep. So we need more comments. We well, yeah, we we've been doing work. the contest though too, so a lot of the comments, a lot of emails, a lot yeah. of the usual commenters have been kind of a lot of positive emails. Yeah, the, uh, I'll, I'll read some emails sometime. I don't have it up right now, but yeah, a lot of people are seeing a lot of nice things in email, so we appreciate that, of course. Yeah. And speaking of that, I think we're pretty much wrapping it up. It's going to be a short show this week. A little shorter than usual. That's all right. We'll be about back. 40, 45 minutes shorter. Back on track <laughs> next week. But the first thing, yeah, the contest. We're this is the last week, so everyone's got to get yeah. their they got to get their black cards to us. And again, the contest is make a black card that would be that could could be put into M eleven. That's going to make black better, mm-hmm. or m- more relevant. I guess we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Yeah, obviously something is still not clicking with it's black. It's still missing something. And, uh, and it's got to be a card, I would say, kind of realistic, where it can't just be, like, one casting cost to all creatures. And people haven't been doing that. People have been doing it right, so they, yeah. they get it. But, you know, just send, shoot it over to my email, and my email is thebutcher at powercreeps.com. That's how you have to do it. You can't post it anywhere else, because I won't, you know, that's how we're going to pick a winner yep. through the email. So do that. And if you did post it earlier and you did not email us, make sure you do email me. Yeah. And I think most people have. So we want more entries, and there's a prize. Yeah. Well, actually, we're going to change the prize. We are. Yeah, we're going to we're going to do a uh, caravan hydra or caravan herda. Oh. <laughs> we're gonna do a, oh, a, play. a place to attend. Oh, what? <laughs> Instead, what a bargain! <laughs> no, the, the, oh, that's right because uh, chrome mox might be coming out. huh? Yeah, no, the, the prize okay. is the foil chrome mox from from the Grand Prix of last okay. year that I attended. So it's a it's a quite a prize. It is. And they could reprint it in Scars, which yeah. might even make it even more valuable. So, Did that have Sunburst? No, it didn't have Sunburst. No, Imprint. Imprint, okay. That was the Zero Castle Cast Moxie imprinted a card, and whatever colors the card was you imprinted was what you could tap it for. for oh, I yeah. see. It's, uh, it was, it's a great card. So, so what, if you, what if I played something that had, like, every single color in the casting cost? If you imprinted that, yeah. then you could tap it for any one of that color. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Not five man. I'm getting it now. I never yeah. played during Mirror... Mirrored in blocks. Yeah, clearly. Hoo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't either. I didn't either. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I missed quite a few blocks. <laughs> All right. We want you guys to go to our site, powercreeps.com. Mm-hmm. We got a video. We put videos up. Yeah, we did put up a, a videos. Two. Yeah. They're pretty yeah. interesting. I know what. You got your polymorph <laughs> I up there. I played my cheap polymorph deck because my warp world was just... We tried te- playing it, and it was just... It took too long. It was just too much, yeah. It was too long, and then... But I, uh, will put, I, do, I will do a video with it. I think people want to see it. Yeah. We're like just doing things. single games. We're yeah. not doing matches. We did, we basically and if just, you guys want matches, let us know. We might do some matches. We basically just jump in. Like, we literally do it on the video. Like, we're looking for a game. Yeah. We just jump in. We don't We do not do the... I know it's, it probably makes more sense to just play a game and then, you know, kind of do the playback thing and then talk over it, but That's we think it's more fun just trying to do it, like, on the fly. Yeah. So, uh... So hopefully you guys like that. Yeah. If you guys do, let us know. If you don't, let us know. You have your polymorph. I have my mono black against... We both played Dredge Jun. Vine, you played John. I beat John, which is really funny. So it's actually a really funny match. Yeah, it actually is a pretty <laughs> funny match. So check that out. We're going to start posting more articles. You did write an article uh, about, like we talked about earlier, about the card watch. Yeah, not really an article, but yeah, just a... If anybody, we will, if anybody wants to write an article, 
we'll gladly post yeah. it. If we anybody know. wants to write stuff, let us know. Yeah, right now we're more than welcome to. Right now, your only pay is basically fame and glory. But mm. someday, if we can get the site into a you know, get it bigger, yeah, we might get paid. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> Always go to com, Leave comments. That's where you can listen to the show the easiest. We're on iTunes also. Yeah. Under MTGCast. We talked about the contest already. That's so what's this about a contest? <laughs> what kind of podcast are we? Yeah, what kind of podcast is this? Anything else? So we got, I guess we got lots of shout outs. We want to shout out to Sard. Yeah, definitely we're, shout we're out to so Sard. We're so happy to be working with her. Yeah. Uh, Smitty, we appreciate him. Yeah, it was awesome to have Smitty on. He was totally a nice guy. Um, so we, say, hopefully say, we can get him back sometime too. I love you, Dad. I love you, Mom. <laughs> I love right. my brother, my sister. <laughs> I love my cats. <laughs> so go check out the um, our show notes too to go to Sard's MCG Depot. Yeah, check out our eBay store. Yeah, definitely check it out. It's, yeah, everybody it, should check it you out. You won't regret it. I mean, yep. it's good, uh, you know, good stuff. People place anybody places an order, you know, let us know how it went. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she takes care of her customers. I'm so. pretty sure they'll be you'll be happy. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we'll be back next. We'll probably be back earlier next week. Yeah. In the week, so you we, think? I hope so. Uh, it's up to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely hope so. We'll be back up. Hopefully, there'll be some more news stuff like that. Yeah, we we'll shoot for Tuesday or something. Yeah, right around there. Okay. And anything else? Oh yeah, we're gonna try to get Reinhardt on right from Gathering Magic. Yeah, I've been talking to Reinhardt, and I know. Possibly next week. Talking about some scars. We'll see. Yeah, I kind of okay. want to wait until he, till he kind of, you know, gets it all up on his site and you know, blows his load over there. That's nice. <laughs> I mean, that way, you know, I mean, it's it's for him, you know. It's I mean, time. it's, it's going to be for his his site. You know, we're just going to kind of go over it with him. Yeah. So. Alright, that's about it, everybody. Thanks for listening. Awesome times. We are the Power Creeps. We do it right. 